G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Morning everyone, welcome to the Odds Couple final day of the VRC Spring Carnival. What a week it has been. Uh, We will uh, recap the week uh, as the morning goes on. We've uh, got Simon Marshall uh, off the top with me. We've got David Taggart a bit later on. Greg Hickman's going to join us, the trainer of Pieretta that's uh, in the VRC Sprint Classic this afternoon. What a what a race that is going to be. But as I look across uh, the table here this morning to Simon Marshall behind the microphone, you're looking a little bit weary, Jock. Weary? Yeah. Weary Dunlop? Yeah, a bit weary Dunlop you look this morning. Oh, thanks very much. I went for my 5K run this morning before I ventured on in here. Oh, no, you were late into here. Pushing through a... Uh, were you up with me till about 20 to 11 last night on Racing.com watching some fantastic racing from Cranbourne? <laughs> You've had a long week, haven't you? It's been a great week, and this is why we train. This is why we go to boxing training two days a week and punch the living suitcase out of that floor-to-ceiling ball and then do some, you know, nice work around the old uh, water drop. And then we do some shuttle runs, some step, get on the bike, some freestyle. This is why we work, mate, to get the best out of yourself at what is the busiest and most longest week of racing that uh, we can put in. And I, for one, have enjoyed every second of it. Absolutely. Absolutely Good enjoyed morning, every everybody. second of it. Good morning, one and all. And uh, this is a great racing day because just flipping uh, a oh, couple no, of races around. Go down, you're not going to go down that Group 1 track again today. This is your. This is the day you won your first Group 1. We not had enough of that or are we going to go down some more? Well, we spoke about that Derby Day, so we won't worry about that today because they've actually swapped that um, the mile, the, uh, M- the uh, Ampol Stakes it was back in the day, to the Kennedy to the first day on Derby Day. Now the uh, McKinnon, which I won back in 96 for Gay Waterhouse. And let me tell you about that ride <laughs> on all our mob folks. Because <laughs> seven days prior, we were able to uh, run oh, third in the Cox Plate, beaten a head by Falante and a head by Saintly, who came out nine days later. And what did he do? Won the Melbourne Cup. He won the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. But we ventured on back to um, Flemington, and it was just... It was a Wednesday morning where I gave him a little breeze up over six furlongs. So that's 1,200 metres for Gay Waterhouse. And Gay said, Simon, just take that horse out into the middle. You know he's fit. He ran in a cox plate. And uh, I just want, I just need him to just have a nice little breeze up. So we're 15 seconds from the 1,200 metre mark and then 14 seconds from the 1,000 because there Gay Waterhouse is what we call evens, which is simulating race day speed, folks. And then from the 600, just improve a little bit, hold him together at the 400 and the last 200, just... Just hold him together nice and well because we've got to back up within seven days and I don't want him Mm. uh, doing too much. So out in the dark of Flemington there, I'm just singing him a slow, little bit of a song. (whistles) His ears were pricked. We bowled out over the uh, 1,200 metres. Got to the 1,000. We were doing 14 seconds to the furlong. And I'm going, whoo, you big fella. Jeez, whoo. Then my feet started to slide into his mouth because he got on the Chewy. He got on the PK and he, he said, Simo. 
Simho, I want to go a little bit quicker this morning and I'm thinking in the back of my head, no, you're not allowed to. Gay doesn't want us to go too quick because we need to save some energy for this big group one race on Saturday. I get to the half mile and he, st- and he pulls even harder and he's just wanting to go, go big fella. So I get to the 600, feed him a little bit of rain and I went a little bit quick. Did you? From the 400 to the 200 and then I grabbed hold of him and tried to just ease him up and he pulled up and he turned around and he said, don't worry about going a little bit quick this morning. I know you're going to cop a spray from Gay Waterhouse, but I can win this McKinnon Stakes. I'm feeling that well. And with that, you give a little bit of a pig root, flick of the tail, stepped off the track. We jogged into Gay's, where she was standing in the middle of Flemington there. And this is about 5.30 in the morning, folks. Uh, I was about 50 metres from Gay, and I could hear, hear the abuse already. Oh. Simon, Simon, come here. I told you not to go that quick on the horse. you got to save some petrol for Saturday. Simon, what are you doing? Didn't you listen to me? Your ears painted on. And I copped a, copped a little spray from the Hall of Famer, Gay Waterhouse, into the Australian Sporting Hall of Fame now. And I turned around and I just bit my lip and I said nothing. I put my head down. And just as I went to jog off, I turned around and I said, I won't get beat on this horse on Saturday, Gay. And then I copped another spray. It's the worst thing I ever did. Oh. Don't you, dear? Oh, you've reopened the wound. Want to get beat on this horse? I'll tell you what, because you'll never be riding again. <laughs> Folks, to cut a long story short, and welcome to the odds couple this morning. He went out there. He sat one out, one back. He took control at the top of the straight. And just as we were there on the Wednesday morning, I went, come on, big fella. Let me take your f- my feet out of your mouth now and just let you go. Boom. Bang! He put two and a half on him. Marshall sits down and he rides him out, flapping the old elbows. He pulls the shillelagh. It's not to keep the flies away. Oh, our mob kicks three in front. It's all over. Stand, deliver, sit down. Look good for the photo. Then I came back in and he absolutely bolted in. Good morning, everybody. It has been a big week. Let's, let's uh, on that note, recap the week. We crowned... Um Sorry, mate, that was the 16th Group 1 win in 11 years. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's next week, when it's a bit quieter, we'll go back through your career. I think that's an important thing we do. And if you could race ride, as you did then, the last 250 metres of each of those Group 1s, I think, I think our listeners would appreciate that next Saturday morning. Well, Just let us know what you're doing and you know, whether you were poking through a little gap or you know, you'd kick three clear. I think that's very important. The only disappointing part about that is we've only got an hour yeah. to show. But um, we'll, we'll take our time and we'll get through them. Because what we love to do, this is a racing show, but it's pretty generic. We like to educate and teach people what actually goes on out there when you're doing 65 kilometres per hour in amongst traffic, which is peak hour Monash every day when you're riding in big Group 1 races. And what you don't have is disc brakes, power steering, blinkers and windscreen wipers when you're out there riding against 16 other jockeys, 16 other horses, and they're all trying to do the same thing. Feed your family and look after your superannuation. Let's go through the champions we've crowned so far during uh, this wonderful week of racing at Flemington. Extra brute on Saturday uh, for Spicer Thoroughbreds, and and that's a interesting story in itself. You know, the three champs we've crowned so far: uh, Extra Brute, Cross Counter, and Aristia. Now. Extra Brute and Aristia are both uh, with prominent um, syndication organisations with lots of members in their syndicates who have had an absolute thrill of a lifetime on both Derby and Oaks Day. Absolute thrill of a lifetime. And then the biggest stable in the world, 
has won the Melbourne Cup with uh, with cross counter with Godolphin. So, it, it, I think the story in that is that anyone can be successful in, in in this game. It doesn't money doesn't buy success. You can still experience the wonderful world of racing through an organisation like Spicer Thoroughbreds or First Light Racing with the experience they have had on. Derby Day and Oaks Day is extraordinary for those people and a great thing for racing. Well, there's never been a better time to get involved in horse racing because you may buy a percentage into a syndicate that has 40 people in a horse and we'll use Extra Brute or Aristia as examples um, and you might only have one or own 1% of the horse but you get the full service, mm. the full owner service. You get all the emails from the trainer. You have access to the trainer. You have access to the stable. You can go down and watch track work. You can watch uh, how the staff operate, where your horse lives, what it gets fed and, and you're buying an experience. I know I've got my mates that I've been out the drip tray was a couple of times and you spend 1500 in a weekend when you go away. Mm. Um, you can buy into a syndicate of a horse for $500 and maybe you know, another 50 bucks a month or whatever it is for your 1% or 2.5%, but you get the full service and the full ownership experience from your trainers. And if it's managed well, you get together and you meet a lot of people. There comes there becomes networking for your business as well. You get a, 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 new, a new branch of friends that you can go to the races with and enjoy these wonderful experiences every time your horse is in work, every time your horse goes to the races. And the ultimate, you can go to Flemington, get a, get an ownership, get the opportunity to go into the manning yard, listen to Darren Weir, listen to John Allen, the jockey, and then watch your horse go out and win the feature race on Derby Day in, a, in front of 120,000 people. That's yeah, pretty cool. A big cool. Uh, congratulations to uh, Godolphin, yes, for winning the Melbourne Cup with Cross Counter, but uh, also those... Um, uh, the connections of both Extra Brute and Aristia, Spicer Thoroughbreds, First Light Racing, uh, fantastic service they do, and great to, yep, to Brad see. Brad Spicer um, and his team, he's been involved in it a long time. A long but time. Aquas Farms, new players, Mr. Fung, uh, Asian Bought into Extra Brute pre the derby. Just prior, just prior to the derby because he's a three-year-old colt, and he was very valuable prior to uh, him winning the derby. But then when he won the derby, he had a few million to his price tag. And then he backs up today in the McKinnon Stakes, the three-year-old taking on the older horses. So to Aquas Farm, Shane McGrath and the team there, CEO, congratulations, well done. That's a great purchase on your behalf. <coughs> you you say the Derby adds a few million to his value, extra brute. If he wins today, three-year-old wait for age, uh, group one, 2,000 metres, is that more relevant than the Derby to the value of the horse? It is because the way we're set up is... Um, we love the fast cash, the sprinting type of horses and the middle distance type of horses. That's how we breed and that's where the majority of the prize money is. Our staying horses are um, not as advantageous to get involved in because you've got to wait longer. You've got to be more patient as an owner and trainer and our systems are not uh, geared that way. And that is the fact why the international horses come over and outstay our horses in the best races a la Melbourne Cups. But it's swinging, it's slowly turning, but if this three-year-old colt can win over 2,000 metres and beat wait-for-age horses in the likes of Blair House, who has formed to Ben Bartle, who was second to Winks, whack another four to five million mm. on his price tag because then all of a sudden the speed over the mile and a quarter, not just the 2,500-metre derby victory, but that speed over the mile and a quarter becomes far more attractive to market him as a stallion for... 
uh, mare owners to then go and breed to him because he's got stamina and he's got a little bit of speed in his legs at that mile and a quarter. Very much so, um, and uh, it'll be interesting to watch that race this afternoon, the three-year-olds, two of them, Extra Brute and Mickey Blue Eyes, taking on the uh, the older horses in the McKinnon Stakes this afternoon. We're going to take our first break on the Odds Couple. Uh, of course, the Odds Couple brought to, you, brought to you by Sportsbet, and check out their racing specials this weekend at Flemington and Rose Hill. Conditions apply, and gamble responsibly. Greg Hickman after the break, David Taggart, not too far away on the Odds Couple here on Saturday morning. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Oh, well, well. We welcome David Taggart to the Odds Couple and, uh, are you rolled today, pal, eh? Here yeah. he is. Oh, Happy birthday. Me. What a stitch up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, thanks, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, Davey. Didn't know we knew that, did you? No. Oh, you were sitting there today? all in love, weren't you? No, for, 45 years young. Yes, yes getting, getting in the greys. I'm not far off scoop. How about that? Oh. If you could ask for anything though, in the whole wide world today for your birthday, what would it be? I just want Sky Boy to win. I'll be happy with that. The more, you, the more you bet, the more you get with him. Uh, in Sydney today, first leg of the quaddy. Race six. Uh, race six. No, he's a nice horse. Yeah, he's a nice Sky guy. boy. Yeah. For your birthday. For my birthday. Happy birthday, I'm, brother. I'm easily, well done, I'm easily pleased. Great from you, mate. Well, well we welcome, uh, of course, David Taggart and wish him a happy birthday to the Odds Couple. We welcome also Greg Hickman to the Odds Couple, now the trainer of Pirata that's running in the VRC Sprint this afternoon. He's a, he's a talented horse um, and he's a very talented trainer who we're talking to now. G'day, Greg. Good morning, guys. Um, uh, today, all things uh, in, in uh, look well for you. Track conditions, etc., and and back to the twelve hundred metres from a from a crack at the Epsom. Yeah, um, we had a go at the Epsom and didn't have a lot of luck. And we put the blinkers back on, and he really enjoys the blinkers being on and come out and and won the missile stakes with those on and. Look, we probably were going the wrong way. Decided to keep him nice and fresh and, and use the blinkers and um, have a crack at this. G'day, Greg. Simon Marshall. Hey, Simon. Hey, mate. Um, what did we learn from him out of his autumn campaign? He was outstanding there. He just went down shortly to Kamantari, and uh, that was at the Randwick Guineas. What did you learn from his autumn as you prepared him for spring? Well, the main thing about this, Simon, he was such an immature, not so much weak, but an t- immature, talented horse, and we've just had to wait for him to grow and strengthen because in the early days he was flat out to go three and one, and I mean one lap of the pool. So he's gone from that to being able to work over over uh, twelve, um, over six uh, furlongs and and run up um, three. So. Uh, He's strengthened, he's got stronger, he's more knowledgeable about what goes on because he, you can tell that by race day where he's, sort of, um, he's pulling you around race day where through the week he's just following. So, I mean, he, he knows what it's all about now and he's strengthened and what we've probably learnt was that 
not probably strong enough to go a mile just yet, and we'll keep him to 12 to 1,400. Well, he came back on the 4th of August, and um, he beat Kementari, and that was in the missile stakes over the six furlongs. And um, he had a trial in between before he ran into CJ Quebec over the 14. And the Ritchie, that was the Group 3 level. And then he, he contested the Epsom. But um, heavy nine at Randwick, when you freshened him up on the 13th of October in the Sydney Stakes at Group 3 level, um, he's pretty adaptable, isn't he? He can seem to handle all conditions, but uh, that's a sign of a very, very good horse to freshen up from a mile and then win over six furlongs and beat Jungle, Jungle Edge and Clearly Innocent, the older horses. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? When you're at home and you, you have an opinion of a horse and until they come out and show the public how good they really are, you know what I mean? We've always thought he's been a good horse and as I said before, we've just had to wait for him to come but it was a very good win the other day where he just rolled up and he just went through his gears and hit the line very strong. So he has a trial after that behind Red Zell on the 30th of October and he, he switches to Flemington now down the straight to race against the best sprinters arguably in the world. Uh, wait for age, he's ticked that box at 58 and a half. Um, barrier three, how, what are your thoughts down the straight in this race? Yeah, well, it just depends how it plays. We had a little, little bit of a look at just saying the track's in uh, enormous condition uh, for the racing it's had on. Um, I just think we'll get the nice sit in the race wherever we want to travel. Probably um, stalk um, Red Zell in the run um, because he likes to be in that one-out, one-back situation and, and if they go a lot harder, well, we'll probably be back a little bit more. But um, if he can sort of... Be where he's comfortable in the forward position and hits the line like he did the other day. He'll be very competitive. As a punter, um, I want to put you into a punter's shoes, knowing the horse's um, work and the way he's prepared for this. In your mind, what, what, what makes you think he can beat these today? Was it his piece of work? Or is, is it uh, just the fact that he's uh, contested uh, the, against these horses before? So, um, um, We've got eight Group 1 winners in this race. You know what I mean? This is probably one of the strongest sprint races we've had around the place for a while. But to answer your question, the horse was done. He travelled down into the land here and I thought, you're a bit quiet. You know what I mean? Because he always sort of does things like this to me. Mm. And he's just improved. He's just improved. He's like a firecracker this morning. He said, let's bring it on. So the horse is very well in himself. He's got a good barrier. Got a good rider in Tommy Berry. He's very well. He'll just be tell the punters to just to have something on because he'll be doing his very, very best. Well, he's trained by an absolute star horseman in yourself, and we thank you for joining us this morning, Greg Hickman. Race seven, number six, Piarad up five dollars, and uh, he's been around the six dollar fifty mark and very, very good support. All the best today in the big Group One sprint. Thanks, Simon. Happy birthday, David. Yeah, Thanks, Greg. All the best today. Good on you, Greg. Uh, we do wish you well. It is interesting just listening to uh, what Greg had to say there, guys. You know, eight Group One winners in this race today. Like, that's a that's a superb field. You won't get a better field, sprint field, than this anywhere in the world. When you when you look at that as the as the overwhelming statistic. Well, to have the likes of Jungle uh, Cat in the race, who won a Group One over seven furlongs during the Caulfield Cup Carnival. 
um, is fantastic. But then you roll down the page, and from the Aidan O'Brien stable, you've got his four best sprinters here in Spirit of Valor number eight at $11, Intelligence Cross uh, at 151 the outsider, US Navy Flag number 10 is uh, 11 out to $13, and Fleet Review. James McDonald to ride 51 out to $101. Um, great to have those horses here. And Spirit of Valor was absolutely outstanding, I thought, at the Valley last start when Jungled Edge beat him, who's in the race and is a Group 1 chance. And uh, he's $14, Brave Smash, who beat uh, Spirit of Valor, at 11, who, who is $11 in this mm. race. So it throws up the jigsaw puzzle. But forgetting the jigsaw puzzle, I mean, we... we or looking at the jigsaw puzzle at the minute, we say stayers from Europe, smash ours. And I think that's now a, a considered fact, um, and we're, we're going to be dominated in the Melbourne Cup by them for a, for a long time to come. But you look at this sprint field today, and let's take US Navy flag as, as Aidan O'Brien's best sprinter. Uh, that's his best sprinter um, in his camp. Uh, now, he, he didn't get warm last start didn't get warm and if he doesn't get warm today it just then emphasizes just how good our sprinters are compared to the rest of the world where our dominance lies at the moment from a pedigree point of view and a racing perspective that you know us at five six and seven furlongs uh, are, are you know world standard if not the best in the world well, that's, that has been proven over time. But when you say he never got warm last start, he found plenty of trouble. I can forgive him for that. He, uh, he, he, it wasn't his fault on the day. He just had no luck whatsoever. He's a July Cup winner, Big Sim, so mm. he can gallop sh- oh, in yeah, a straight line. You're going to see the best of him today. And he's drawn the right gate. Ryan Moore, world-class jockey, rides him on a Cox Plate on Adelaide. Rides him on a Melbourne Cup on... Yes, I'll let you folks uh, think about that. Give us a tweet. Yes, Marshall33. Who did Ryan Moore win the Melbourne Cup on? He rides this horse. He's drawn 13. He sits towards the outside of the fence, which they'll come, which they'll gallop, which we saw the eight-year-old Thermal Current win Thursday down the outside rail. Um, and Won't get th- near him, US Navy Flake. You know that. Won't get near them. He'll run a lot better today. He'll run a lot better, but won't get Near them. When I you repeat, say near them, what, within five lengths? get near them. Won't get within three and a half lengths you of like, the winners. You like Shiraz, don't you? Three and a half lengths. Let's cab, take a little break. Cab a touch bit of, little bit of tension here in the... Uh, odds, odds Shiraz seat. on that? Odds. Bit of cheese? <laughs> Maybe some crackers. <laughs> Let's go to Chris McKenzie in the newsroom. Speaking of crackers... The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Thanks to Chris McKenzie there in the uh, newsroom. Uh, You posed a question before we went to the news, Simon. Uh, Ryan Moore, what was the horse he rode to win the Melbourne Cup? This is why he's one of the best producers in the business, Nick Egan, from the Mighty Get On program. Yes, protectionist it was. And apparently, uh, S Marshall thirty three is the Twitter handle there, Nick. Um, oh yeah, sorry for confusing anybody else out there, but his attention to detail is outstanding. But protectionist, can you remember his lead up? Was it the Edward Power? I think it was Herbert Power. Oh, Her- Edward Power. Herbert Power at uh, Caulfield. Mm, he put the writing on the wall and then went bang. 
Ryan Moore protects us. Did sprint clear that day? Mm. Wow. Did, did something Yucatan couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah, they said Yucatan got bogged. I don't reckon Yucatan got bogged. I reckon Yucatan couldn't run the two miles. Um, what was your best result in the Melbourne Cup, S. Marshall? Oh, amnesia kicks in. I think it was about fifth or sixth in Cavalieri in 92. Cavalieri. Bart Cummings, Cavalieri? Yeah, don't wish to talk about that one because I slaughtered it. Dato Tanchin Nams, Colours? Walla Walla Bing Bang. And, um, no, it wasn't. No, couldn't it find the paint at any no, stage? No, no, Laurie Laxton from Laurie Laxton, uh, South, uh, from New Zealand. And what did he win a Melbourne Cup with? Laurie Laxton, the great trainer from New Zealand, just retired. Well, Sheila Laxton uh, won with a theory. She was the biggest mare you'll oh, ever, ever Empire. see and needed a big strap Empire Rose hind quarter to hold her into the barriers. Empire Rose. And who was the jockey? On Empire Rose. Tony Allen. Allen. Yeah. T. Allen. Yeah. What a great mare Empire Rose was. And you'll very rarely ever see another horse... And you'll never, ever see it again, win a McKinnon Stakes on the Saturday and run on the Tuesday and win a Melbourne Cup because the McKinnons now run today. The great Bart Cummings. How many horses? What, Rogan Josh was another one that came through the McKinnon on the Saturday, one on the Tuesday? There's been plenty. Rogan Josh. Wow. Uh, what was your best result in the Melbourne Cup, do you take it? Uh, it was six on Boart, 95. I rode in... How many rides did you have in it? Three. My first was in 92 when Simon ran six on Cavalieri. I ran... Uh, midfield, I think, for, for the great man James Cummings. So uh, that's why I knew it wasn't Bart's because I was the only runner in the race that Bart had. He scratched uh, Let's Elope about an hour and a half before the race because the heavens opened. Right, okay. And what you have? Three rides? Boart was one. Boart. Uh, London Bridge was the first one. Yep. Kept falling down. Yep. Uh, and then a presser, of course, after I won the Tourac and then run fourth on him in a Caulfield Cup and then Boart the next year. Oh, there you go. Mm. Oh, nice. To, nice to. Touch on a bit of history from the fellas. Yeah. Nice to touch on a bit of history. Why, why are you pointing at me like that? Is it time that we ask the viewers to... No, we do that after the break. Oh, then we're going to have yeah. a break and then we're yeah, going to come yeah, back. Yeah, then we're going to come back. And what are we going to ask them to the do? The best male in town. Yeah. So yeah. get your pens, your pencils and your crayons and your form guides because we're coming back with the mail for Flemington Stakes Day. Yeah. Last day. Happy birthday. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. 18 minutes to 9 o'clock on The Odds Couple. Uh, Final day, stakes day at uh, Flemington. Time to get into um, finding some winners. And, of course, uh, the odds couple brought to you by Sportsbet. You can check out Sportsbet's racing specials this weekend at Flemington and Rose Hill. Conditions apply and gamble responsibly. Mr Marshall, uh, as the voice of Sportsbet, the face of Sportsbet, could you please uh, start taking us through Stakes Day at Flemington. Thank you, Big Sim. And just wish to remind the punters to jump on the sports bet app and have a look at the McKinnon Stakes Day Racing Hub. The three-year-old to win the McKinnon Stakes, there's two in it. Extra Brute and Mickey Blue Eyes, you can have $6. Aidan O'Brien to train the winner of the VRC Sprint Classic, $6. He has four runners. Godolphin to win the VRC Sprint, couple of runners in that, in Kamantari, Jungle Cat, and the McKinnon Stakes Double. Blair House is the favourite there, $10. Darren Weir to train two or more winners, $2.20, and a whole lot more. Chickity, check it out. Here we go, folks. Hope you got your pens. Dave, you all right? 
Jeez, birthday. You're allowed to sneeze on air. <laughs> Race one, Manuel is two dollars ninety out to two out to three dollars. So race one number three and also number two Al Pasim two ninety also out to three dollars. Two and three in race one is where the money is. Race two number five Lucky for All two dollars sixty. He's been rock solid in the best backed runner. Number seven Danon Roman. $4 into $3.20 has been a good push. Race 2, numbers 5 and 7. Race 3, 6 and 4. Ring-a-ding-ding has had the best support. $4 into $3.20. New Long January, $4 into $3.40. It's also had good support. 6 and 4 and is the way in race 3. Race 4, Dreamforce, $7.50 into $7. Number 4 has been the best backed runner. And number 1, Widgie Turf, I should say is the best backed runner, $5 into four sixty. So let me correct that. Race 4, 1 on top of 4 is where the money is. Flemington this Saturday, race 5. Is number seven, Jermay, $5 into $4.20, the best backed runner in the Stayers race. From number three, Lord Fandango, eight fifty into $7.50. Race five, seven and three. Race six, number 11, Temple of Bell, is $5.50 and rock solid right through the first leg of the quaddy. Number eight, She's a Dashing, $8 into $7 and 12. Aqua Divina, $8 into $7.50. So your numbers in race six are 8, 11, and 12 is where the money is. Birthday boy, David Taggart, your numbers for the first leg of the quaddy at Flemington. Get a heat on to get this quaddy. Oh, get a heat on. Well, what about the Derby Day quaddy? 50,000. Cup Day quaddy, 25. And Oaks Day, 50. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. So, as you say, it's a lot for punters this week. Uh, yeah, the Empire Rose form from last week should hold it up with most of these mares now looking for a trip. Um, yeah, number two, Savvy Koo, the, the New Zealand match. She's the only one coming out of the Cox Plate. She over-raced in that and uh, will sit a lot better. So, yeah, I reckon she's the one to beat. But uh, I know you're not with me here, Scoob, on Aloysia. Uh, yeah, she's on her last legs today with the punters. Uh, so the numbers here are 1, 2, 7, 8, 9, 11, 12, 14. Got to go wide, mate, in a, me and a mare's race. Right. 1, 2, 7, 8, 9, 11, 12, 14 in the first leg of the quaddy. Take us through betting in the second leg, Mr. Marshall. This is the classic sprint. Red Zell is the best-backed runner, all meeting at Flemington with Sportsbet. Number one, four sixty into $3.90. Number four, Red Kirk Warriors had his supporters... I would have liked to have seen him trial a little better at Flemington personally. $13. One and four is where the money is in race seven. Yeah, very open race. As you say, you got eight Group 1 winners here, all in good form. Piarata, um, we've spoken to Greg. He, he thinks he'll run a race, and I'd love for him to run a race. Uh, yeah, so, again, I've gone wide. So, because uh, we've got to try and find some value. As I said, we want that lotto ticket, don't we? So, numbers are one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, and 12. Truth. Second leg, one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, and twelve. Well, you know what's coming up next, don't you? And so. We should have a side bet. Uh, I don't think any of the international horses will get within three lengths of the top three, which will all be Australian bred. Well, I've left everyone out. All yeah. the international. I get nowhere near them. Absolutely nowhere. Agree. You're shaking your head at me. What? 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 What should we put up for that? I had a chat about this bottle of Shiraz and uh, Cab Sav and cheese and biscuits before, and you gave me nothing. Well, I just have... Well, I didn't nothing. want to give you anything in the break because that means nothing to anybody because now we've got people listening. I'm prepared to put 
what reputation I have left after this week <laughs> oh, on the line. Now you're getting thirsty. So we're going to put the four of the international runners in, yep. are we, or the five jungle cat well, as well? You, you I, I'm saying cat? they won't get within three lengths of the Australian horses. And Australian horses will fill the first three. I'll meet you halfway. I reckon one of them will get within four lengths of the winner. (laughs) Four lengths of the winner. No, no, no. no. A carton. The first three horses over the line, which will all be Australian-bred horses, will beat the Europeans by three lengths. You're on. Let's have a look at race eight. The best-backed runner is number three, Blair House. We've got buttons here today. Two twenty-five into a dollar ninety-five. I'll follow buttons for years on off the bench. Uh, Latrobe's had his supporters five dollars, but he's slightly now to five dollars fifty. Blair House clearly one-way traffic. Uh, Three and seven other numbers in race eight. David. Yeah, well, uh, on Melbourne Cup Day we spoke to Charlie Applegate's man. What was Mr. Connor? Yep. Uh, after their success, after the Apple, cup, Charlie Appleby, Charlie Appleby's man, yeah, yeah. Mister Connor, yeah. uh, his Christian name eludes me, but he's, he declared Blair House. He declared, yeah, declared it to all oh, our listeners out there. You're not going to get Blair House. So he's, he's the one out. Oh, he's yes. the one out. Number three, yeah, Blair man. House. Hey, well, he's getting into even money now. He's into the tomato sauce colours. So, oh, he's on Blanc Blair House. Number three Number in three. race eight. Race nine, the money is oh. with number nine, Urak. Now, um, Urak is five dollars into four forty, and trained trained by David Carlo Vidotto and Clay Bees. Yes, Easy. on behalf of Nathan. Oh yes, yes because you got a little bit of time. So Carlo Vidotto, first time, yeah, uh, down uh, a very good horses. Five dollars into four forty. <laughs> And uh, number two, Esperance, $7.50 in slightly to $7. And As It Lies has had a little tickle too, 13 As It Lies, $10 into $9. So the money is with 9 2 and 13 Yeah, I've actually left the 13 out. Yeah, it's great to see Urek. Uh, she's back. She, she's a serious racehorse. Uh, you could nearly take her one out too. But I've actually gone the top weight in this as well. Mr. Uh, Sheriff John Stone. Uh Great name. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, he's about $15, isn't he? I think he's well over the odds. Um, and he comes out, of, he beat uh, that 50 stars, two stars back who come out in one cup yeah. day too, so over 14. Good I know form. this is 1,100, but uh, yeah, good form. It's, yeah, any old odds. Urak, uh, as I said, she's she's a good mare. So the numbers here are 124, 911. 124, 911. Okay, let's go through all our quality numbers and make sure uh, everyone at home's and. Uh, uh, around the country have got those right. The first leg of the quaddy, which is race six, one, two, seven, eight, nine, eleven, twelve, fourteen. The second leg of the quaddy, race seven, one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, and twelve. The third leg, which I can't believe you've done this. The third leg, Blanc number three. We got the mail, mate. Blanc warehouse. We got three. the inside information. Dear me. And then the fourth leg of the quaddy, which is race nine, one, two, four, nine, and eleven. Correct. Correct weight, and that's three hundred and twenty for the for the unit. Now, now, so Blair that, House gets one sixty for fifty percent. Correct. Eighty for twenty five percent. We got a mathematical genius. Forty in the for house. twelve and a half percent. Now, if Blair House gets B, we'll be blaming Mister Connor. Yeah, it's not my fault. Well, you can track him down. I'm not going to track him down. You listened to him. I didn't. Yeah, might have to take an. I'm going to write a letter to the VRC. Uh, there, there's a there's something that's really wrong on the card today. The final race. What's wrong with the final race? Sorry, I switched off about a minute what, and a half ago. What it's were you a, talking about? It's a benchmark about? 78 claiming race, but it's only over 1100 meters. 
when you've done your dough over 30 odd races the first three days and then you've done your dough over the first eight of the last day you, you want your money running for a little longer than just over a minute you know, I reckon that last race okay. the shortest distance it can be is 1600 metres okay, I'd like to wish Nathan McPherson all the very best Yes, he was the trainer of URAC, and um, Carlo Vadotto takes the reins of the best-backed runner in the last. But, boys, um, you were talking about Sydney before tags. Yes. Did you have a best bet there? Yes, Guy Boy. Yeah. Yes, race oh. six, number one. Well, what's he into? Nice. No, I'll tell the punters about that. Race six, number one, Big Sim. Have you got anything else for the yeah, punters I'm, I'm saving mine for uh, the last uh, little... Have, Breath of our have, show. Have, where, where did you go last week? Uh, last no, no, I was I was at um, Flemington last week. Went Tommy Melbourne mm. again. Special last week, Tommy. Yeah. Yep. A dollar sixty easing to a dollar eighty. David Taggart's. I'm sorry, it was even money one. last night. To a dollar eighty. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Bit of value there for Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was a bit better odds than that. Oh. Yeah. Well, we I suppose you can't eat value. Yeah. Ring a ding ding was probably another one earlier in the day. He was a eye catching run at Mooney Valley, defied the pattern. He'll probably nearly win race three, I think. Is it today at Flemington? Or if we take a break, you two? Four dollars into three dollars twenty, ring a ding ding. Self indulgence yeah. sort of stuff. You had enough to tell you. Do you have a birthday cake tonight? No, no, cupcake. <laughs> we'll be back with more odds coupling. <laughs> SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. And joining us, as per usual, David Taggart uh, on The Odds Couple on Saturday morning, uh, only a few minutes uh, to nine o'clock, and that'll be the end of us for the day before we head out to uh, headquarters for the final day of the VRC Spring Carnival. Uh, Best around the country, uh, Mr Marshall? Blair House for me. Uh, I love Wait for Age Horses. That are hard fit and in really good form. And uh, he ticks all of those boxes, as we like to see. He's drawn two. William Buick will just sit on speed. You know what's going to happen in this race, don't you? No, I don't. Trap for Fools is going to go out Liggety Split. It's somewhat going to try and hold his posse. Prized Icon will sit in the first half of the field. Uh, Doubt Defying from 10 will want to be looking for a bit of cover, one would imagine. Octobello will try and roll forward and fit in somewhere. Just out of its depth. Latrobe's the interesting runner. Will he box seat or will he just like to sit midfield or will he take it up and want to bowl along? He is the fly in the ointment. Shalala gets back, runs on. Extra Boot gets back, runs on. Mickey Blue Eyes, well, he just tries to get a little bit of cover the three-year-old with the 51 kilos. So paints a beautiful picture for Blair House. He's already got it one in, in Simon's yeah. eyes. Oh, yeah. One out in the quaddy. And... Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. One and in your eyes. Yeah. And in your eyes, he's yeah. one out in the quaddy. There yeah. you go. What, what do you like? Uh, anything anywhere I, else? Are well, you taking us to Sydney, the odds-on favourite? Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I've got, I feel a bit uh, even money. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that's true. Yeah, Sky Boy, I've given nothing to the punters there, have I? All right, so we'll go for a little bit of value in Sydney. Race 5, number 12, Man of Peace. He's around about the $8 mark now after the scratchings. Oh, that'll do. Okay. Yeah. The last Long, race at Flemington. Race 7, number 5, Portman. Oh, Where was that? Balan Cup. I love a cup. So you go um, back to the bush yep. today. Yep. They're racing at Geelong. Yeah, James Winks, Danny O'Brien, bang. Portman. Thanks for coming. Merry Christmas. You win a Balan Cup, Simon? Maybe. 
Maybe. Yeah, I Amnesia think, kicks I in. Are you all right with that bet we're having? You're, you've got no problems with that? Oh, I'm confused. Australia will run first, second or third, Australian bred horses. In the... And... In the what race? The first European horse won't be within three lengths of the winner. In what race? The sprint. What race do you think? Okay, well, the viewers have just been completely lost while they're eating We don't have viewers, we have listeners. Out there in their Cocoa Pops. We Smashed avocado man myself on a Saturday morning, but, mate. Are so you happy seven, with those sprint. terms? Red Zell uh, is the favourite at $3.90, and you're saying Jungle Cat can't run within three lengths I think we'll just let him keep Spirit talking. Spirit of Valor, we're going to say goodbye. Cross, and US Navy flag, fleet review. Have a good Thanks day. Thanks to Sports Come Bet on, Racing man. Specials this weekend. Check them out uh, for Flemington serious. and Rose Hill. Gamble responsibly. Happy See you next week. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.